and welcome back to another episode of Gray's Academy. This is a good one, and I am one of your hosts, Kelsey. And I am one of your hosts, Carmen, and it is a beautiful day for a podcast. And Kelsey, I have some news. (gasps) I did something today that I've never done in my entire life before. Hmm. What? I did an NFL draft. (gasps) Wow, today? I am doing today. Today, like literally while we were at the restaurant and driving home. That's wild because they started playing today. Well, yes, but also guess who your boy ended up with first overall pick? Travis Kelsey. Patty Mahomes. Are you kidding me? That's a good pick. Fuck Travis Kelsey. Whoa. He is out. No, he was actually, I think, I think he was a top, he was for sure a top 20 pick. It was risky because he's out this first week because he harmed himself in a practice, so. Yeah. Um, the issue is, and what we will find out tonight, because the Chiefs and Lions are currently playing, is the the thought is that Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey make each other so great. And that's like what, like how, like part of why the Chiefs have done so well is because they work so well together and they can like read each other really well. Um, so we will see after this game that is occurring right now. Um, if Travis or Patrick Mahomes holds up on his own, which I, I think he will um, personally, but we'll see. Yeah. But that's I, so interesting. I thought you were going to tell me you did something else. Well, what did you think I was going to say? It's not important. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah. So there was just some people at work who were like, Hey, we know you don't like football, but like, do you want to do this draft? And I was like, well, you're welcoming me into your, your click. So I guess I really don't have a choice. I, this is like my shot. <laughs> this is your uh, way in, yeah. We had a spy on the inside. That's right. Hercules Carmigan. Carmigan. Hercules. Uh, anyways, so yeah, I did it. But yeah, I got uh, I got Patrick Mahomes first overall pick, and he's already got me 16.58 points, whatever that means. Uh, who'd you pick for your defense? The Steelers. Interesting. They they had the highest rated projected points. So I well, just there you go. Them. I mean, that's that's so you got to go on something. Yeah. Well, most of once I got past uh, drafting Patrick Mahomes and Justin Fields as my backup quarterback, I really don't know what I'm doing oh after that. Do you like Justin Fields? Love Justin Fields. Oh Big God. fan. Stop. I'm gonna get a Justin Fields jersey. <laughs> Stop. Michael's brother is obsessed with him. This is okay. First of all, we want to apologize for the delay yes. in this episode. It is both of our faults and we won't get into why, but it's happened and now we're going, it's out and we appreciate you waiting. We are also doing this because this was a finale and we both feel like we will be saying a lot of things because most so of them will be down. absurd. Yeah. <laughs> um, as per always, uh, the breakdown, what we're going to do is two episodes that I think will probably end up being around an hour each. That's what yeah, we're that anticipating. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to do several topics. My plan is to do, like, Izzy, um, George, Bailey, Callie, Arizona, in the f- and maybe Christina in the first half. And if we can't fit Christina in this first half, then we'll do Christina, Derek, Meredith, Alex, Addison, Jen, Rob, everything in the second that is how I anticipate our breakdown going. Um, but yeah, we think that it, we just anticipate this one being like a very long episode. So, but fun, yes. long, but fun. It's a good episode. So I, I will actually just add on to that. Um, again, we're not going to go into the details, but it, it was, it was kind of personal, personal family life crisis stuff. Um, so everyone is thank safe you for your patience. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you fine. for your patience. Um, but, uh, anyways, so yeah, let's, uh, let's like fucking do this. And also if you have not, or you're listening to this for the first time, um, make sure to hit that five star button wherever you listen. If it's on Spotify, it takes two seconds. It's super easy. If you're on Apple podcasts and you want to leave us a review, obviously that really means a lot to us. And it takes uh, a couple seconds, you know, to write out whatever you want to say, but uh, we really appreciate that. And then make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you listen. 
go to Instagram and follow us on our on our Instagram page at Gray's Academy Pod. And also we have an email address at Gray's Academy Pod at gmail.com. That's only to Kelsey, so you could be talk about all the spoilers you want. And then uh, at Carmen.gabriel.official and at chaotically Kelsey on Instagram. So that's the plug. Let's fucking do this shit. Thank you. I also wanted to say Kaylee messaged me and said that she was the person who downloaded Apple Podcasts specifically to oh, read the review. Oh, fuck! So shout out, Kaylee. You're the bomb.com. Wait, so also I do have a couple of other shout outs. Should we do it later or you want to do it now? You can do it now. Okay, I've got two. I've got two shout outs. Um, first off, uh, Brianna, have fun in Disney. Uh, she's going to be there uh, going for girls weekend. So Brianna, have fun. Uh, Alicia, it's so good to hear from you. She sent me this hilarious uh, picture of the Inside Grey's out. Anatomy. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. Um, a couple new followers that responded to my my outreach. Uh, Want to shout out. Uh, Anna Paula really appreciate you listening to the podcast. She had shared that, uh, she found us in the she summer and me. she's yeah. What? Wait, you have an email. Do you have it to read? Yeah. Well, I didn't She cause I emailed her back and then I didn't hear back from her. So I wasn't sure if she, oh, yeah, she, this is really cool. Like she, so she followed, uh, but she said that she learned how to speak English by, by watching Grey's Anatomy. So super awesome. Shout out to you. Uh, we've got, Obviously, uh, Maria no, found the person who said that she started watching Ted Lasso because of us. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's so I awesome. Had read part of it, I didn't read all of it because you got some spoilies. But yeah, that's the one yeah, who started watching that. Ted Lasso because of us. Uh, Maria, thanks for uh, reaching out. She's all caught up, and she said uh, she loves my predictions. And I said, oh, and how I'm always right. And she just laughed at it. She didn't follow up. She's being nice. <laughs> Um, let's see. There's a couple of other new, there's one more new folk, uh, Keely, Keely, uh, shout out. I want to take like a little bit of a longer second here. Uh, Keely and her boyfriend, Justin shout out, Justin. Uh, she has watched the show a lot and, um, they found us through miles. Obviously shout out miles. We love you, but her boyfriend has never seen the show. So it's kind of like we're both going on this journey together, but they're a little bit ahead of us. They're in season seven. And uh, she also appreciates the How I Met Your Mother and the sh- and, and the uh, Hamilton references. So, uh, Keely, shout I like out. I may have talked to that person also like a long time ago, but I could be wrong. I think I have but one that more. that feels Fuck. like a familiar storyline. When was the last time we recorded? Last week. Uh... Nope, nope, that's it. That's all the shout-outs I got. Also, I'll keep names to myself, but a couple of people reached out about um, the postpartum conversation. And so um, thank you to those who, who said that they liked how we covered it um, because uh, if you've been through it, you know that it's crazy and rough and just like beyond words. So we were glad to kind of shed a little light on that while also keeping it within the Grays world. Um and I'm just happy to know that it resonated with people and um, nice. It's a nice to connect with people on things like that. So, um, yeah, thanks for letting me share that. Yeah, you did a great job, Kelsey. <sighs> thanks. And on that Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> sure do. What's that? These fucking Izzy drinks are so damn good. <laughs> I'm so glad I randomly told Michael to buy those at Costco. Oh my gosh. The sparkling blackberry and the, uh, the, the Fuji apple are just crack. (laughs) My gosh. Pinkies up. Speaking of crack. Okay. Wait, speaking of pinkies up, I learned recently and by learned, I mean, I saw a TikTok that this was actually something that like in the olden times, like at parties, people would do this as a sign to be like, I have syphilis. So they would only hook up with other people with syphilis. So they wouldn't spread it around. They would like only hook up with other people who also already had syphilis. And I did zero fact checking. So that might not be true, but I saw it on TikTok. Imagine being the person. Imagine being the person who has syphilis going, hey, guys, we need to steal this so people think we're being fancy. We can't just be the syphilis people anymore. We have to be the bougie Maybe people. Maybe the fancy people stole it. Maybe. <laughs> uh, 
Um, Fuck. I wish this was, I wish the, the video was working because this would have been a nice little clip for <laughs> all of our hand motions here for the Instagram. Um, so when I said, speaking of crack, I had the most insane dream last week. I've been having just so bonkers dreams. I don't know what's going on. Um, so I normally don't have that crazy. Like I have dreams all the time that I remember, but these are like really absurd. Matthew McConaughey was like stalking and chasing me down. Like in, it was, I was like with Scarlett at my old high school and it was completely empty. And he was like chasing us through the halls, but he was like super high on cocaine. And like, when I say like, he was like covered in like crack, like white powder. Oh boy. Cocaine, not crack. He was <laughs> doing cocaine. And also he was nude. It was very bizarre. Also, I watched, Nude I cannot crack. tell you the last time I watched anything with that man in it. So like, I don't even know why he was in my brain, why he was like, did you watch me. a Lincoln commercial? Is that no, what happened? I, I didn't. Oh. Uh, anyways, so that's what's going on in my brain. Anyways. Okay. So Grey's Anatomy, this is the 94th episode overall. We are so close to a hundred. Um, it is the 16th episode of the fifth season and it is called an, an honest mistake. And that's a song. An Honest Mistake is a song by uh, the American rock band, The Bravery, released as a single off of their debut album, the self-titled album, um, The Bravery. And it peaked at number seven in the UK and number 33 in Ireland, which is super, super dope. Respect these guys. Now, it reached as high as number 97 on the Billboard Hot 100. And I also feel like this is a blast from my past because it was on one of the MLB. I think it was MLB 2005, which was like my favorite MLB version of that. Mostly because the White Sox won the World Series that year. But I'm going to go ahead and let you guys know right now that this song gets a five. This song is downloaded into the Carmen Gabriel iTunes library as of right now. This is the first time in a long time that a song has come on that I've downloaded that I didn't already have. And I like it. Big fan. Good. The only thing I could think of is that this is all about Derek's nicking of the fucking aneurysm. Ugh. An honest mistake. Oh, but I don't make mistakes. I don't. Derek Shepard doesn't make mistakes, bitch. I, mean, I cannot. We will get there, that's for sure. All right, so this episode was written by Peter Norwalk, directed by Randy Zisk. It aired February 19th, 2009 to 15.39 million views. This is the finale of the crossover shenanigans. To me, this is like less crossovery and more like Addison is just still here, which is fine. Obviously, we love Addison. Um, so the next episode, the she's she's gone. Yeah, that one in the middle last week, the one that was private practice. To me, that's like the truest crossover because it had like both things yeah. happening at once. Yeah. But um, yeah, so this is just this is the the wrapping everything up of what we've been you know, watching for the last however many episodes, um, three, four, whatever episodes, whatever it is. Um, let me find the Netflix synopsis because it closed itself. While you're pulling uh, that up, here I will I say, I need to just say this right off the bat. Great episode for Bailey's hair. Oh, right. Man, really like, doing something for me. She looks amazing. really doing something I mean, for me. Yeah. Good, oh yeah. She was a snack and a half this episode. <laughs> okay. Um, Derek's confidence is shaken as he faces off with Addison over the best course of action for their dying pregnant patient. Let me tell you something. Tell the me. Fucking promo for this episode could not be more spoilery. Really? Like fully shows Derek and Mark punching each other. Wait, really? Promo. Yes. Wow. I'm glad. I'm so glad yeah. that this, it's times like these that I'm glad that a, I have no idea what's going on, but mm -hmm. B, there are, there are times where Kelsey will send me the promos, when it's but like sometimes she'll send me afterwards yeah, or yeah, I'll if it's like not after what was the one where it's, uh, oh, where it had Derek dying. It was dead Derek from yeah. that two part episode. Uh, and then, uh, what's that girl's name? The hot girl that I was obsessed with that Derek was with for a while. And she goes, I'm pregnant. Oh, and that was yeah, yeah, Rose. Yes. Mm -hmm. So like they put that total spo and like it was very misleading, but like spoilers. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Um, 
but yeah, so I watched the promo and I was like, and then also at the, I'll, I'll send it to you and maybe I'll like put it on the Instagram <laughs> at the very end of it. It goes, it's like the, just like dun dun. And then it goes doctor. And then it like fades in all like PowerPointy. It's like, or God. <laughs> it's so oh bad. my gosh. It's so drama. It's very soap opera. But I yeah, need to see um, it. Yeah, I'll send, send it that to, to me you. after we're done with this. For sure. And I'll try and get it up on the Instagram too, because it is just a time. It's a time and a half. Um, okay, so that was the Netflix synopsis. So let's I don't know, let's remember let's, let's do the do typical Let's, let's do the typical recap. podcaster thing that says 15 minutes in. Okay, guys, let's just get right into it. And then let's just go ahead and ramble for another 20 minutes, okay? Um, so let's recap what's happened up until this point. Um, Jen has been deteriorating. Jen, mm-hmm. uh, Derek nicked the aneurysm and the baby got sick. So the mom got sick. They were, Addison wanted to take the baby out. They didn't take the baby out. Um, she's just getting worse. Um... Owen and Christina are having some back and forths. His. We. Yeah. Are you trying? Did you almost just spoil something? No, I just was like, wait, there was no wrap up to the Beth situation. That's a good point. Didn't actually realize that. Forgot that even happened. Yeah. I also did for a second. I thought there was. Does that get wrapped up up next episode? I don't remember. <laughs> Is that it? That's a season. That's a series wrap on Beth. <laughs> I don't know. It might be. <laughs> Actually, don't recall. Um, they did a quick screen poll of the dad and Beth, oh. and they're like, one episode's all they get. Yeah, I was like, they put that in the middle, so surely that will be wrapped up in the crossover finale. Yeah, I, I forgot about that actually. Um, and then uh, Callie had her bathroom kiss with Arizona. Um, Bailey is applying for a peds fellowship after being offered a, um, an attending spot. Um, in general surgery. Yes. In general surgery. Um, what was there? That's an important thing to clarify going into Addison's Addison's brother did not die. Yeah. For some reason he, uh, well not yet. Well, they sent him home. Yeah. But the plane could crash. That's my prediction. It could. Uh, unless he gets helicoptered out again. Wait, did you see what happened on that plane, on that Delta flight that was supposed no. to go to Spain? Oh, my no. God, Carmen, you're going to die. Stop. Wait, you seriously hold didn't on. hear about this. Did it get shot down with Olivia's mother on it? No. Oh. Carmen, you're actually going to die. What? <laughs> this plane left Atlanta to go to Spain. Okay. Like an hour Where and the half rain in, falls mainly on the plane. They had to turn around. Because a passenger got so sick with diarrhea and was like <laughs> sprinting to the bathroom and there was just diarrhea all down the aisle. And it was like they literally had to turn around and go back to Atlanta, deplane, clean the plane. The flight, the the maintenance people ripped up the carpet and replaced it. And then they left. They I think they originally left Atlanta at 830 and then they came back, got everyone off, cleaned it for like five hours and then they left at like. 2 a.m. or something. I need to know how this, how my algorithm has not just naturally shown me this story. I don't know because I have literally seen so many things about it. I have, I, this is my first time hearing about this. And also, oh how come, you know what? Ryan and Leah, also, how come you two haven't texted me about this? Stefan, you don't listen to this, but why, as a pilot, have you not texted me about this? <laughs> this is crazy. Ugh. That is so funny. I feel very bad for that person, but I have seen the effects of someone having uncontrollable diarrhea and it literally coming out of their pants or exploding through their butthole. My thing is like the person when they put everyone back on the plane to fly, that person just got back on the flight (laughs) and flew to Spain. I would have been like, how far did they get? That's what I need to know. Well, they were, it was less than half. Oh, yeah. No, it was like, I think from when they left Atlanta and came back to Atlanta, it was like three hours. So I think they were like an hour and a half out. And then they came. It was like around three hours, I think. And they said that, like, everyone was like super nice on board and they were like trying really hard to clean it up. And like they were just spraying like vanilla scented stuff over it. And they're like, it just made it smell worse because it made it smell I like can imagine it's shit. 
imagine getting just past like let's say it's an eight hour flight and they're at four minutes and four four hours and one minute and they're like well you just gotta go this shit is going to spain yeah Yeah. well that's what i'm saying like imagine landing and then it's all of these spanish people opening up and they're like taking you off the plane and it's like i've just been sitting in my own feces for four hours I brought my feces from America <laughs> here to Spain. Also, I mean, I've been in the Atlanta airport pretty recently. and um, It's a nice airport. It is, but they have a lot of food options. And one of them, my mom was like, oh, look, there's there's like this really spicy Indian food. It's like, that's a choice to make before you're going to get on an airplane. <laughs> like, that's a choice that people make. I don't know. I'm not saying that, that that's what that woman made. She ate something. Oh, it was a woman? It was a woman. I don't know why that's funnier to me. <laughs> it was more surprising to me when I found out it was a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's fu- if you if you or someone in your life who whom you love has been negatively affected by diarrhea on an airplane, we are our thoughts and condolences go out to you. I just like diarrhea is no laughing matter. Listen, it sucks. And it happens to everyone. <laughs> But, like, I just cannot imagine being, like, yeah, I was the reason that, like, 300 people were late to Spain. <laughs> Have you ever had diarrhea, like, like that bad? Have you ever had that, like, where you've pooped no, yourself? No, I've, I've made it to toilets every time of my life. Thank goodness, knock on wood. Have you ever, have you ever gone to fart and it accidentally comes out of poop? No, because, again, I've only ever pooped in toilets since I've been potty trained. Okay. I'm not saying that you're actively going, ooh, I don't want to get out of this chair, so I'm just going <laughs> to shit myself. Well, if you've pooped in your pants, then you've pooped in your pants. I'm just curious. It happens to people. I'm just saying you, sometimes... I feel like you want me to ask you the question, and I don't want to know the answer, so I'm not I know. don't want you to ask me, and I don't want you to know the answer. <laughs> hmm. I'm just saying, show people some sympathy. <laughs> I'm not judging. Like, clearly it's beyond control. No it's one makes so, that choice. No one makes the choice to get diarrhea. Uh, what is shocking me? Like, I would literally be like, take me out of this airport. Put me in witness protection program. I am getting plastic surgery to change my face. Oh, I would just be mortified. Like, I feel so bad for that person. And also yeah. everyone on that flight. And you know someone snuck some pictures for their for their uh, their Instagram or their Snapchat of like, hey, this person just shit on the plane. <laughs> I don't know. That's. I feel like everyone was really busy trying not to suffocate from what I've been reading. <laughs> Would you rather be on a plane with shit diarrhea all over it and no mask or be on a plane with no shit diarrhea and have to wear a mask the whole flight? The second one. <laughs> it's, it's literally right. a piece Wait, of fabric. Wait, let's let's talk about Grey's Anatomy. This is Please. this is this is like I'm this so is sorry. wild. I have derailed us so much. Okay. No, you've deplaned us. Nice. Okay, so let's start with Izzy. Let's do it. Let guess this who, episode. It's time for up. us to take off. Not guess Denny who showed up. That's my. It was, it was my girl, right? <laughs> it was your lady to prove you right. Uh, I knew she would come back to me. I don't <laughs> remember her name. Doctor Doctor P. It starts with P. Pepperbottom. Oh no no no. Well yeah I'm yes okay Daisy Doctor Daisy Pepman showed back up. What was that? Was her right? Yeah, I meant the woman came back to the clinic. Oh, to yeah, like, I told you. Yeah, I told yeah. you that she got the, the thing switched. I said, there's no way. Put yeah. that in the win column for Carmen. As soon as she showed up and she's like, you better tell someone that they are going to die because I'm $80,000 in debt now I'm nine and I need to sue. Um, I was right. Yeah, you were. Was that hard? Was that hard for you to, to hear me listen listen to me make that exact prediction and be yeah, right? Yeah, I don't love it when you're right. But also I will say that wasn't like it wasn't like that wild. No. Like when you when you predicted that George was going to fail his entrance <laughs> correctly. Gosh, I'm so fucking smart. Also, wait, <laughs> hold You know what? Everyone, I need you to listen to me and listen to me very clearly. If you have not yet, go to our Patreon link. Because I finally have finished Scandal. Finally. And let me tell you, I have feelings. (laughs) The first thing that we're going to do after we get caught up on all of our private practice recordings is fucking Scandal. Because, (laughs) oh, 
That's, I have nothing to say. I can't say it right now. Yeah. Too caught up with emotion. Save it. Saving it. Um, yeah. Also, thank God you finally finished Scandal. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to our friend Meg, who's been having to hold in all of these spoilies for months yeah. because she binged that show way quack, quicker than I ever could have done in my life. Also, shout out to her because she had her directorial debut for a show she's working on. Hey! Can't so. wait to have you on the show, Meg. Shout out and congrats. Um, okay. So, yeah, the lady shows back up and she's like, my da- lawyer told me not to come here, but my conscience told me, which, like, I kind of am on her side because, like, obviously, like, it is Izzy, but, like, what if it wasn't? Like, what if it was a patient and they're just mm-hmm. bebopping around like, I'm anemic, but they're really, like, riddled with cancer. <laughs> Why aren't these burgers helping my <laughs> cancer? <laughs> um, man, I could crush a burger right now. I want five guys so bad right now. I've wanted five days for like five days. Um, so yes, uh, Izzy obviously like immediately puts two and two together. Um, she's very upset. She goes to yell at Bailey. Bailey is preoccupied by other things. Um, she goes, um, into an Izzy goes into an exam room and like gives and gives herself an exam. Like she's checking her lymph nodes. Um, she's like looking for any lumps or anything like that, anything that would be suspicious. And then she finds a mole and she, that's when she goes to see your best friend, Dr. Daisy Petman. Um, it, can, did you confirm she looked different? It's the same girl. It is. Okay. Yeah. So love her. I love both. Yeah. If it was two different people, I'd love them both. Um, and so, um, yeah, so she, she gets finds the mole some removed, sort of, yeah, the mole. Yeah. Yeah. Which also everyone go to the dermatologist because it's important and things need to get checked out. I had, something, I, I need to go. Yeah. I need to go here. I was going really regularly in Florida. I actually, they say you're supposed to go once every year. I actually have to go twice every year because I'm like more susceptible to things because of something they already found and chopped off of me so yay find a dermatologist um and so the daisy petman is like it's probably nothing like you know doctors do this all the time we find some or we see patients do this all the time like they work themselves up and it's like nothing the results are going to come back you're going to be fine and izzy's like well you know it's coupled with high ldh levels and neurological episodes and she's like oh well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> then she's like, in the immortal words of Jake Peralta, you guns to die. <laughs> yeah. So then she goes and finds her in person, which is like, uh, not a good sign. I not a say. good sign. Also, she so. looks totally mortified as if like she's about to deliver terrible news, which could yeah. be a Shonda misdirect. I'm not counting it out, but I've got a feeling <laughs> Izzy's going to die. Um, But yeah, she, which goes back to when, Izzy was like telling Sadie not to look like someone is about to die when you tell them that they're about to die. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, it's, it's so funny to watch Izzy basically shit on the interns because of her personal stuff going on. Yeah. They were all like, are we going to get a surgery? And she's like, no, you fucking morons. You got your surgery when you cut each other open, you idiots. Uh, yeah, she was and like then really vibing. And then that woman came and yelled at her and she was like, oh, now I need well, to it's go also, yell at Bailey. It's also just interesting because this is also coming on the heels of her spending all episode in love with the interns doing a, a, an internal Olympics for them. Yeah. And then it's like she the hard intern bowl. the intern bowl. There's no middle area for Izzy. It's always hard pivot true. one way or yeah. the other. Yeah, that's very true. I think that's a good de- depiction of her. And sometimes also, of you. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't say of me. I would say I'm, I'm pretty even keeled and gray area focused at all times. Very Anyways, reasonable. What were you gonna say? Unbiased. Can see all sides of an argument. Um, I was confused at, at at the end. She continues to use her files and her scans to teach the interns. Right. Is that? Did we not establish that there's some sort of illegal feeling to that or unethical feeling to that? George pointed it out. Or is it different because she's not running tests? Well, I think she's. Um the tests are run at this point. 
So I'm not really sure what the rules would be. So I don't know. She wasn't caught. It's true. You're only in trouble if you get caught. True. Um, that's all, Those are all the notes that I had for Izzy. I, I do think she dies soon. She dies before the end of this season. Okay. This is how they write off her character. Official prediction. Official prediction. Izzy Stevens. Dr. Isabel Antoinette <laughs> Stevens dies before the end of season five. Okay. Because previously you said she died in the season five finale. Yeah, I think I, I still think it's the the finale. My prediction, I think there's a lot of things happening in the season five prediction. There was I think it's going to be an action packed finale, including yeah. Isabel Antoinette Cleopatra the <laughs> second Stevens uh, okay. death. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know if I had anything else on her either. Um, Got to get your handy dandy really notebook. Quick. Yeah. And sit down in your thinking chair and think. I'm always in my thinking chair. Oh yeah. So she's gives them that big speech about being doctors and why they're the worst. And, but they're supposed to be the worst. And then she's like, we're having a new game. This is patient X. Um, so yeah, I think that was, yeah. All for Izzy. Also, they established that she's 29 years old. They did. They did. Which established that, which means that right now she is younger than the two of us. Yep. But look at how much more successful we are because we're alive and she dies. We'll see what happens. But we were never models. We were never living debt free because our modeling was paying the bills. That's true. I wish my body could pay those kind of bills. This says Wikipedia, and I don't know how much it can be put in it, says her middle name is Catherine. Oh. Isabel Catherine Stevenson. I don't remember if that's said or not. It might be. I don't know. Does Denny say Isabel Catherine? I feel like maybe Bailey says it at some point. Wikipedia is probably right. I feel like they might be. Anyways, what's next on the topic list, Kelsey? Um, Next, let's talk Callie in Arizona. Hey, oh, this is an interesting episode for Callie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's not doing much doctoring in this episode. She's doing a lot of personaling, which is fine. I enjoy both. She needs this journey. Mm-hmm. I love when she goes to Mark and she's like, did you, did you go see her yet? And he's like, no, I haven't had time to go to the peds floor and ask a nurse to point out the doctor that might kiss my friend in the dirty bar bathroom. Yeah. Their relationship is golden. Hands down. My favorite. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's the number one relationship and the show. Really? For friends? Well, yeah, that might be true because I also love Meredith and Christina. I'm like, yeah, like friends. Uh, but I will say it's definitely, I'm, I'm trying to think of all, if I, if I could watch another spinoff, if I could manifest another spinoff because private practice was started because of my manifestation of right, Addison, right, right. I Just would like manifest. Dylan. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I would manifest a show where Callie and Mark are just like. Bebopping. Yeah. Just at bars. Ranking people. <laughs> Having and a good then, time being buds. And, yeah. Yeah. I'd watch that show. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, she wants to. She decides to ask Arizona out on a date. And then she does. And it goes at work poorly. <laughs> um, what were your thoughts on this? My first thought is when she refers to her as Calliope right That's, off the bat. Mm-hmm. Funny. I don't know why it's funny, but that is her first name. That's her full like, given name. Given name. What Arizona said was right, but don't don't do the kiss if like you're not ready. you're not willing to reciprocate it's like you wouldn't well, tell someone to apply for a job don't 
I just have a hard time. <laughs> Don't. It, I just, I just have a hard time. It, it seems to me like she was getting mixed messages sent, and I feel bad because Callie got to the point where she's like, you know what, I'm ready to put myself out there, and then Arizona yeah. shoots her down. That yeah. seemed, as someone who I would imagine has gone through a challenging journey, like Callie has, mm-hmm. it's kind of confidence crushing. Yeah. Um. Also, I'm like, I'm not saying that just because you kiss someone, you have to date them. But, like, don't you think no. you should give someone the chance to, like, like give someone the chance to learn about them? Like, just because they haven't, like, maybe she hasn't dated a lot of women, but that doesn't mean she has zero relationship experience. Which was her point. Life experience. Yeah. So, you know, Arizona says no because Callie has only ever dated one other woman. And she's like, oh, you're like a baby lesbian. So, like, I'm not ready to, like, deal with that, which obviously, like, I don't have, like, any experience to speak on um, with, like, a coming out journey. So I really can't say anything on that. Uh, But I just feel like it's just she's very fast to write her off. Um, Yeah. And then Callie goes to the bar and works up the courage to be like, you know what? Fuck you. I have so much to offer. And then Arizona says, this is my date who has also now heard your big speech. Thank you so much. The thing here's, here's my big beef with that scene. Callie was ready mentally leading up to that. In my book, she was prepared to double down and say, okay, then let's go walk away with me right now. And instead, she kind of awkwardly sips her drink and walks away in shame. Callie is not written as a character who backs down. And I get that she's in new unfamiliar waters, but when she's going out there talking about life experience, her life experience is a bold, confident person. Up it just didn't recently. I, I get that, right? It's that you know, we have that whole conversation, which is great mm-hmm. with Mark about being knocked down a notch, knocked down a notch, knocked down a notch. Mm-hmm. And I feel small. Remember Erica Hahn? Remember that person? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's I just I don't know. I feel like that would have been a really cool moment for the writers to be like, no, no, no. Say, I don't give a fuck about your date. You're coming with me <laughs> and we're going to bang. Oh, my. Um. And I just, I don't know. I mean, I think it kind of makes, she's, she's definitely on a journey of self-discovery in many ways, um, which I don't think like means she has less to offer in a relationship. Um, so I don't necessarily think that that's like a negative point, but I think that she's, she's working on finding herself and finding her confidence. And I'm glad that she found the confidence to say anything in, in at all, you know, in the first place. Yeah. Even if it didn't go as she had hoped. <laughs> you know what would have been really badass is if she would have said, okay, let's do a threesome. <laughs> if she would have said, all right, I got life experience. You double down on time. that. I am never going to stop thinking that a, th- a, th- a threesome will happen in Grey's Anatomy before the 19th season. Okay. Anyone out there who knows the threesome that I'm referring to in my predictions Go and email Kelsey and say, oh, my gosh, how did he guess that they're going to have a threesome? You know what? I'm No, I'm, no, just one threesome. I was going to get really <laughs> bold and say there was multiple threesomes, but there's for sure going to be one threesome. Okay. Yeah, one threesome. I can feel it in my dingleberries. Okay. I love that for you. Sorry, there's some appliance in my house that's making a really loud noise. Hopefully it's not a pipe bursting in your basement. Oof, yeah, that was rough for you, yeah. amongst other things. It's um, been a wild <laughs> week in the Magnolia household. So, um, okay, was there anything else we wanted to say for Callie? That's all I got for Callie in Arizona. I want to predict that... How many episodes are in season five? Um, I texted it to you. Let me see. 20, there's at least 26, I think it's 24. Right? I think it's 24. By season yeah, five, 24. episode 20... Callie and Arizona will share at least one more kiss before episode 20. Okay. So that's within four episodes. Yeah. Within four episodes, they will at least kiss one more time. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so do we want to go to Bailey and the chief and the peds of it all? Yeah, let's do it. So Bailey is applying for a fellowship at Seattle Grace. Um, a peds fellowship, which was determined in the previous episode, the previous Grays episode. Um, she's like filling out the form and, and Sam and Mark see her filling out the form. So for the application, she needs letters of recommendation, right? So she's got a bunch. She's got, she's asked George. She's got a bunch from all the other doctors. She needs one from the chief. And Arizona's bugging her about it. Cause she's like, that's the one that matters the most. Um, so you need to, you know, make sure you have that locked down because the people that sit on the board all work for the chief. So like, that's an influential one to have. And she's like, yeah. And so she said, that's the, the most, that's all yeah. that matters, Bailey. <laughs> yeah. So, um, she's, she's going, she's going, she finally like nails it down. She gets it. And it's, Basically like a fill in the fill in the name. This means nothing letter of recommendation for somebody, Um, which I love when she shows Callie and she's like, the chief wrote me a form letter of recommendation. And Callie says, that doesn't make any sense. He's the chief in your Bailey. And I just love that description. Like, that's the reason, like he's the chief in your Bailey. Like, obviously he wouldn't do that. So, um, he did. And she is hurt by that because she feels like, you know, he has guided her in, in so much of her career and he's been this great mentor and like they have, you know, this really great working relationship and, you know, what would that be? Well, blah, 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 whatever. So, um, have you ever had to ask someone for a letter of recommendation? I, I have like once or twice for a job, but. No, not really. Not very often over the, over the course of my 16 year professional career. I think I've done it twice. Uh, actually, no, you know what? Um, something, uh, no, that was it. Just two jobs. But I think they were more of like a professional referral recommendation. It wasn't like Carmen has had other jobs. They well they they wrote things like they wrote a letter but it wasn't like super in depth. Actually, I feel like it's probably along the lines of what Bailey would have had. Yeah, not many though. I've written I've written more letters of recommendation for people than I've needed recommendations for myself. Oh, you've written letters for people. That's nice. I have any. I think I've I've said yes to everyone who's ever asked me for a letter of recommendation. Mostly because so a lot of people at Disney in the college program asked me for my letter of recommendation. I don't think you're allowed to do that, but that's good. Well, it was it was never a professional recommendation, and I was always very clear. It was oh, always okay. a personal. It spoke to their character, never about their job duties. I see. Yeah. Professional letters of recommendation I've done for people outside of that, but I've never done um, it was always because Disney was very strict on that. You cannot yeah. write professional letters of recommendation, but you can write a personal one to their character. I just couldn't talk about their, their like jobs. Job performance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, I loved at the end when Addison gives her one, she's like, I know you don't like, you didn't ask me for one, but like, I wanted to give you one anyways. I love that moment between the two of them. I miss their dynamic. Um, you know, with Addison being gone. So it's nice that they, they got that little moment in before Addison left. Yeah. And I, I wish they would have mentally prepared me more for Addison leaving because I didn't know that she was leaving. Well, this was the crossover finale. Yeah. But I thought there was one more. I thought we were going to get like a buy a send off. She didn't really get a send off. No, she just was like, I got to go to the airport. Bye. Yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, So, yeah, then Bailey confronts the chief and then he's mad because he's like, oh, I spent so much time, you know, like getting you ready to take over my position. And like I spent so much of this hospital's resource, like you're supposed to take over for me, like you're my legacy. And she's like, I'm not your son. Like you need to take up, take that up with somebody else. That's not my problem. Your expectations of what you like thought I would do with my career is not my problem. Yeah, and then she's like, I am not your son. I am not your daughter. 
figure out your crap. Yeah. Which like is valid. I mean, I, I see where he's coming from because like they did have the conversation about her, um, taking the, the attending position, but like, I forgot about that actually where she got flustered and he's like, you got anything to say now? And she's like, nah, nope. (laughs) I forgot about that scene. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that necessarily like means she's like locked into any locked out of any other potential career opportunities. Well, it was very presumptuous of him. Typical, typical patriarchal man to make assumptions on the behalf of a woman. Am I right? Ladies. Yes, you are right. (laughs) I assumed you would say that. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) Um, I think my favorite scene about all of that with with Bailey and and that storyline is when George. So first off, it's cute that she asked George. Yeah, that is really cute. So cute. She loves George. I know. So when he writes her and he's like, I'm sorry, just w- you, words, they don't suit you. They're your, you you, you yeah. are above words. <laughs> and, yeah. and she looks at it and she's like, hey, chief, this is how you write a fucking letter of recommendation. And the chief is like, you want me to take tips from fucking O'Malley? The dude didn't even pass his intern exam. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you could be so lucky to take tips from him, sir. Yeah. It's just cute. It's funny. You couldn't find, you'd be hard pressed to find a better person to take pointers from. Yeah. That's what she says. Also, when she shows Callie and she says, I am Dr. Bailey, I am better than fine. And then she like leaves to go be mad. And Callie goes, at least he didn't call you a baby. (laughs) Yeah. Little infant baby lesbian. Which like, I did not love that metaphor. She's like, I deal with newborns all day at work. I don't want to deal with them at home. I'm like, that's not... Lots of people can be immature, okay? Yeah. Also, is that your way of saying that you never want kids? Like, I don't <laughs> understand. Uh, also, the line that stood out to me with the Bailey thing is she's like, uh, right before that, when she's, when Weber gives ba- Bailey basically like a shitty recommendation, I pulled off a domino surgery and took six organs out of a person and put them back into a person. Yeah. I fucking deserve more. She's done a lot. She's done... More than a, like way above and beyond. Also, just like, come on, it's Dr. Bailey. Yeah. She's the and queen. I'd be like, Weber, just look at her hair today. Okay. <laughs> she does have more to offer than that. But yes, it does look nice. Yes. I am not saying that a woman is only good for her looks, but I will tell you that Bailey looked great this episode. She did. Um, Anything to add on the Bailey? Mm, no. Okay. Also, I love that her and Weber were arguing while they saw Derek and Mark punching. Yep. Everything's just all at the same time. All crumbling down together. So funny. Yeah. Bad news bears. What other... I know we're like kind of towards the end of the hour. How many more topics did you want to cover in this first episode? Well, we can, do we want to go ahead and do Christina and Dr. Campbell, or do we want to do that in the other one? If you want to do it in this one, we can, but I think we should just take a quick pause for uh, some regional sponsors. Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's fine. All right. A quick message from our regional sponsors, and we'll be back after these messages. And we are back. Thank you. To the sponsors or to the dead air silence? Either one. Maybe you live in a region where they don't get sponsors. Maybe you live in the Appalachian Mountains. Maybe you live... You know, I live close to the Appalachian Mountains, and I get regional sponsors. So Maybe you live <laughs> in the Grand Canyon, and the sponsors <laughs> don't think that your money is worth anything to them. I don't know. Well, who's to say? Okay. So this is another um, like an actual storyline that we have that's like with a patient and a new and a new person that we haven't met. Um, so should I know this person? Like the actress? I yeah, I didn't look her up on yes, IMDb. You should. 
her name is Faye Dunaway. Do you at least recognize the name Faye Dunaway? Because she's very famous. No, that's Faye in a way, not a name that I've ever heard of. Do you know the movie Mommy Dearest about Joan Crawford? No. Do you know the reference Wire Hangers? No. Well, you're useless. Wait, hold on. What's her name? Faye Faye Dunham? Faye Dunaway. 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 But she's like been around like she was part of like I think they said it was the second golden age um, of Hollywood. She's like really been very successful for a very long time. But what about the third golden age? I don't think we've hit that yet. Mm. All we're doing now is remakes and the Barbie movie, which in itself is the golden age. And if you haven't seen it yet, you suck, Carmen. I haven't seen it yet, but I blame Jessica. Well, you shouldn't, but I know that's not going to stop you. So, I now that uh, <laughs> now that what's it called? The new Little Mermaid is on Disney Plus. I have to go watch that. Oh yeah. I'm just looking okay. real quick to see if there's anything in 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 uh, IMDb that I would know her for, and it doesn't look like anything that I know her from. No, but she's very famous still. Um, also, Barbie is going to be on video demand streaming September 12th, so you'll be able to watch it in the comfort of your oh, own home. But okay. I think I'm going to go see it again in theaters. When, They're re-releasing well, it, it in be... IMAX, and I'm hoping it releases in IMAX here. I would I would go see it in IMAX. Oh, she was, she was Donna in Inconceivable. I just read that on IMDb. I don't know who that is. Okay. Sorry. I did just get a spoiler. This is the only time we ever see her in Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you do your own IMDb investigating. But that's it. That's all I wrote. She, this was this wasn't even a real person. I would Anyways. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have predicted that she comes back. Okay, Doctor Campbell. So Callie is in the ER um, with a patient who fell down the stairs, um, and he fell down the stairs because of complications from a gallbladder surgery that I guess typically though that surgery is done laparoscopically, but this doctor elected to do it the non laparoscopic way. And so it's like not healing well because she did a piss poor job. Um, and so Christina tells Owen like, Oh, you know, they, she was the first female surgeon at, um, Seattle, uh, grace. So, she like, you know, she it's like a huge deal, but she's like still around and she's really old and she like doesn't really operate. But every once in a while, like she'll come out and do one like just for shits and giggles, I guess. And um, this was that one, but she did it really badly. And like she needs to retire because she won't keep up with um, the times, you know, and this is fucking what happens. And Christina is like super annoyed about it. And obviously, you know, she's like shit talking this woman. And then she, of course, she's right behind her. Of course. TV trope 101. Yeah. He's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> um, so yeah. That's kind of <sighs> like her oh you all right there? Yeah, sorry, big yawn. Big yawn. Although I shouldn't yawn. I've had two Zoas and a venti pumpkin cream cold brew today. Jesus, how is your heart functioning? Well, I'm um, very tired. <laughs> um so yeah, she's old. She's not up to snuff. Christina, so do you want to talk about this whole storyline with the guy and Hunt and her? Yeah. Okay. First off, it's so funny that Callie was like, yeah, this guy found, fell down the stairs, probably his gallbladder. And Christina's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, what? What <laughs> What do you mean? That doesn't even make sense, Calliope. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, Yeah. And she pulls off the Scooby-Doo mask from his stomach and shows off his wound. Yeah, it's yucky. So one of the things that I really like about medical shows is there's a lot of this theme that kind of presents itself in different ways. In mm-hmm. Scrubs, they had an episode where the the chimney sweep guy from Mary Poppins Dick was Van in it. Dick Van Dyke, thank you. He's more than just the chimney sweep guy, but that's the one thing I knew for sure he was in. He was in an episode of Scrubs, and he was this really old guy and a friend of the chief of medicine 
and like was doing all of these things. And JD was like, that is just outdated. We don't even do that anymore. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, let's do it for fun. And then it goes terribly wrong and the patient has a bad reaction. This story oh. can translate in a lot of ways. And I like that because you're always kind of like, what are they going to do? What are they going to throw at me here? But imagine being that person where you get the old time doctor. They're well respected and they botch you. Yeah. Scary, scary thought. Well, also, um, I think this, I don't know if they did, did this similar trope in Scrubs where they're like, well, you know, there's just like, they've been doing it for a long time. So you like have to respect them. Cause it kind of reminded me of like in season one, um, when Derek like is in a surgery with George and the anesthesiologist is like trashed. Oh and George, yeah. George like says something about it. And Derek kicks him out and then go later goes back and apologizes and is like, you know, there's this unspoken code, blah, blah, blah. But like, I should have, you were right. And I was wrong. And like, I should have like listened to you. It kind was of reminded that, me of that. Was that the time the girl like started to wake up? Yes. Because like he fell baby. asleep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so fucking sad. Can you send me that scene? I just want to watch that scene. Yeah, I will. I'll find it for you. Okay. Um, but yes, uh, it reminded me of that in that they're like, well, we just have to like, she'll figure it out and retire eventually. But like, oh, like when Owen says, oh, well, she outranks me. So I'm not going to say anything against her, which obviously like that is also speaks to his military background. Right. Just the code, whatever of doctors. But like, and they also play it like it's a super big deal that Christina is making this allegation. So they get a scan, right? And she's like nicked something she did up like something in bad in the surgery like is she is at fault um for the way it's healing um and so when christina takes the allegation to the chief he's like oh are you like you know you're saying this happened she's like yeah and they make it seem like she's being super cavalier about it but i'm like she's just saying the things that should be said i'm like if if this woman is at fault for doing this, it doesn't matter, you know, that she was a big deal. Like, don't you want to go out like on a good note? Like, I mean, what Christina was saying about Ellis, like when she started to, to like lose her memory, she stepped away and she was like, I'm not gonna, you know, be doing this when it's not safe for people. Yeah. Also the guy who did the surgery, mm-hmm is like they make him seem like a fucking idiot. They make him they to me it makes him seem like they fucked. He's like, "Oh, uh I just want Dr. Campbell. I'm I into think he's her. just like I'm an idiot and like she's nice to me." Mm, I didn't so, get like, that. Well, that's cuz you always think it's about sex. Is it not? Yeah, if it was about sex, they would have made it about sex. They did. They didn't. It's called interpretation and so innuendo. they didn't make it about sex. They did. They wanted you to interpret it as sex. No, they didn't. Look it up in the blog. That man's just a moron. Um, and Even so, morons bone. That's, that is factual. They bone and procreate, but this was not that time. <laughs> um, I think so, procreate I is such a funny word. <laughs> I, I love that for you. Um, so, yeah, Christina... Goes I put the I put the pro Weber Weber and Christina and Dr. Campbell all go to this patient and like explain what happens and the patient's like oh like I'll just like have her do the surgery again like it's fine and Christina's like Dr. Weber this man does not understand what we are telling him and Dr. Weber's like listen we fucking told him we did our due diligence like now he can't sue us whatever that's all he's worried about but that man is dumb. typical typical of number 12 am I right but I'm like if that were the case, would you really have her in the room? No, like, that's got to be yeah. a conflict of interest or some unethical. Or like gray it would like area. make the patient uncomfortable to to then be like, well, yeah, I don't want her to do it. Like you, I don't know. Like obviously not in this scenario, but like in a, a normal scenario, I think it would maybe make the person uncomfortable to be like, well, did they do a bad job? If they're in the room, I don't know. But that's um, when you just got to have some, some, you know, guts and say, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want that doctor. 
I fell down the stairs because of the surgery. Also, did you think it was weird when they're still in the ER, like before Christina takes him for um, a scan, when Dr. Campbell's like, Christina, why don't you tell this patient what I did wrong? Or what you think I did wrong? Yeah, it was... It's like super passive aggressive. Like It's this all passive. very it's, passive aggressive. It's, at that point, it's just aggressive. Yeah. But I, you know... Whatever. It was fine. I think uh, it all worked out great. I like that Christina, whether or not she she went with the trend and like what was easy or with the code, she stuck to her guns. And I mean, Christina will live and die by the medicine. Yeah. That's the thing about Chris. She's not going to like forsake the medicine. Which it's good to have that black and white mental attitude. Sometimes for sure. Not always, but sometimes, yes. Um, and then I, the scene between Owen and Dr. Campbell was, I love that. Like, it's so quick, but I like love all of it. Um, when he says I was fired, like they call it an honorable discharge, but I was fired. Like, and he says they knew it was my time, even though I didn't. And I'm, uh, was, and I'm so thankful for that or something like that. I'm grateful for that. Um, and I like that. And that's kind of what like makes her realize like they're going to fire you if you don't fucking retire. Yeah. Um, and then the scene with her and Christina where she's like, you know, you're going to wake up in not that long from now and it's going to have gone by really fast. And like, what are you going to have? It's definitely chilling because this person has been in medicine for what, 40, 40 years or whatever. Yeah. And to hear someone like that say, it's going to, it's you blink and your career is over. Yeah. Any, anyone says that. It's like your life. Life. There's a couple things I want to call out in, in my interactions with, with, in their interactions. Number one. Campbell told Weber that in their training, they need to bring back the fear. Yeah. Okay. Boomer. Um, Literally. Literally. uh, Now I will say in that scene where, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of escalation that happens, but it, it seems like Christina was genuinely when she was like any, I'd appreciate the opportunity to learn any opportunity to learn. Yeah. And, then Campbell takes the, the her high road and says, go fuck yourself. And it ends with her kicking out of her the OR. And then she yells, this is still my OR, giving me tons of Emperor Palpatine vibes just sitting is, there. Like that is when she's super passive aggressive. Yeah. Um, in that surgery. And she's like, what would you do if the power went out? What would you do? Like, what was it that she said? Like she asked the question. Oh, just, oh yeah. Just because, you know, a calculator exists. Do you think children shouldn't have to learn basic arithmetic? And Christina's like, uh, if it helps us avoid mistakes like this one, then yes. Yeah. And then that's when she kicks her out. And like, it is, I mean, she's really like out, out. Yeah. It's wild. And Weber and Hunt are like, this is uncomfy. Yeah. It's her OR. She makes the rules. Uncomfortable for everyone. Yeah. But um, it was, and then, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I was going to circle back. I did like that scene with Hunt. It was very good. It was non-judgy. Um, yeah. You know, and then he also, he's, to, to Christine, he's like, you know, you're tough on people. Like. Yeah. And then even after that. When all of this happens, I think he has kind of the quote of the episode where he says, you were a teacher to someone who needed to learn, Mm -hmm. but you were a bully to someone who needed compassion. Yeah. And Christina's like, I can do fucking both at the same time, dude. What the (laughs) fuck? Which I respect. Yeah, that's literally what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But... And then we get at the sweet scene. Do you want to talk about the very sweet scene between them? Um, before we get into that, I did want to touch on um, when she goes to Dr. Campbell and when she's like, you're going to wake up 40 years from now and be old. Yeah. Um, and which I'm like, yes, that's math. Uh, and <laughs> speaking of arithmetic, <laughs> um, she says, this is how I would, she tells, she goes, she's like, this is how I would do it without a fluoroscope. And she says, 
the fact that you came and told me that means you're a better surgeon than I initially thought you were, which I'm like, you know, credit where credit's due. I appreciate the acknowledgement, I guess. Um, But yes, the sweet scene at the end um, where when Owen says in 40 years, I'm going to have to pry that scalpel out of your hands. And Christina's like, oh, yeah, my cold dead hands or whatever. Yeah. He says, you're missing the point. I want to be there in 40 years. Uh, Oh, Hunt. Oh, I'm sure you said that to Beth, too. (laughs) That's more than two lines. Oh, yeah. Before Um, the email, pre-email. Right, right. Um, Yeah, it was it was a very cute scene in the bar there at the end between the two of them. But I, I also really liked the teacher and bully line as well. Yeah. So overall, good episode for for Owen. Good episode for Christina. Turned out being an okay episode for Campbell. Yeah. I mean, she she ended up getting she got there. She retired. Yeah, she retired. Richard which is was gonna Richard was ready to fire her. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, it ends up okay. You know, the patient ends up being okay, which is what matters. Um, but yeah, so I think now we're gonna break and go into our second episode where we are going to unpack a lot of things. And what um, are we gonna start the next episode with, Kelsey? Um, we're gonna start with living in Jondaland. <laughs> 